It's Go On with Ted and Jeff, episode nine. Go on. We made it. Show. We made it. Still not canceled. It's Go On with Ted and Jeff, and this time we promise we're going to get it right. We promise. Go On is a show where people from all walks of life share Jeffrey's stories. Jeffrey's a liar. We get... I just said we were going to get it right, and you interrupt the intro. God damn it. Go On is a show where people from all walks of life share stories from their lives, but are those stories true, or are they frabracrations? That is for the harrowing gauntlet of Ted and Jeff to discover. Don't forget to follow us at GoonPod. Sorry, at go underscore on underscore pod. It will also apparently be posted in the show notes with as many underscores as humanly possible. I recently found out that you can have an Instagram handle that's just made up of underscores. Fascinating thing. That's impossible. It is impossible. I am your co-host, Jeffrey Allen Murphy. We've also got Ted McAnulty. Ted, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. Had to uh, question one of my uh, friendships. Found out that a friend of mine since middle school likes his hamburgers like completely well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and that's 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 actually caused a lot of friction in my own uh, relationship. My my girlfriend, she loves her hamburgers cooked until they're little burnt discs of char. I don't like them like that, but you know that's uh, some people are you know monsters. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lifestyle choice that I don't feel like I should have to support. No, I well, you know, a line has to be drawn somewhere, Ted. That's the reality. That's it, your whole week. Your whole uh, week was just this hamburger. My whole discussion. week was summed up into finding out that somebody I've known since in sixth grade enjoys their hamburgers well done to a hockey puck, and that just made me quite. And then I've spent the whole entire week just like sobbing, on. sobbing in your apartment, just staring at the wall, wondering what the point of life is. That makes sense. On like 20 years of just living in bliss and realizing now that just come to a screeching halt. Wow. Well, you know, I I don't know what we can do to give you the will to live again, but, uh, you know, uh, you're going to have to find that on your own. You're going to have to go on a little spiritual journey to figure out how to solve this hamburger uh, situation for yourself. You're going to have to figure it out. How was your week? How was your weekend? My week? My weekend oh. was totally fine. I actually went to a soccer game yesterday. I went to a an in-person soccer game um, where it was at Yankee Stadium, and masks were very, very stringently uh, kept on. But as a fully vaccinated person, I was there with my mask, supporting a soccer team, playing soccer, and I felt pretty good about it. Felt pretty darn good about it. The weather was amazing. Amazing. So that was nice. And then, like, under capacity, like, was it noticeably under capacity? And were they, well, yeah. like, trying to do things? Well, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. like, in New Zealand, they had a 50,000-person concert. Yeah, well, New Zealand doesn't have the coronavirus now. New Zealand did a good job of handling the coronavirus. I, that's because nobody wanted to go there. That is Everybody 100% false. Everybody Patent wants lie. to go there. I must now jump in <laughs> yeah. and say that's a, that's a lie a lie first lie of the podcast yeah. we have we have the lie detector ghost joining us for the first half of this show uh I, we i will say we did get complaints from fans uh we have like two or three 
that we did not do enough of our normal bits. So Fact Ghost has been replaced by Lie Detector Ghost. Lie detector. Which I guess is the, basically the same ghost. <laughs> I think about it. Fact Ghost and Lie Detector Ghost, they do the same job, but they, they sound They're first different. cousins. They're first cousins. They're first cousins. Yeah. yeah. They have their like, own identities, got, okay? Do you, you see you Fact just... Ghost at, like, mm-hmm. family reunions or... Or it's like Fat Ghost not wanted because of like yeah like what's the family you know, relationship like in that ghost family inundate you with useless facts and you're like God we all know there's a d- that's ghost. exactly it the different Fat Ghost is annoying and Lie Detector Ghost is also annoying but it's different different kinds of Debbie Downer situation you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right yeah. one's a know it all and one's like a hitting that little button that you hit when you're playing mm-hmm. like, no you've got oh, no that's nobody actually likes not that what it's ghost. like that's that's the lie detector ghost yeah. is like you're hearing that noise all the time no that's a terrible way to be haunted i don't want that no what we, why don't we get any of the fun of- ghosts we never get like party ghosts we never get air horn hunt ghost it just goes bling, 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 the whole time which i'd be mm-hmm. into <laughs> i would be into that but we don't get that ghost we just uh i guess we have to work to that level we never get like lma fo Ghosts like shot, 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 shots. Yeah, ghost. Little John, the Nothing ghost like of that. Little John comes out and just demands everybody do shots. But yeah, we will do we will do better to tickle everybody's uh, uh, requests to hear the same things over and over again in our long back catalog of eight episodes. Um, so, <laughs> Gregory, come out of your patio of pain. Put down your pain lemonade. And tell us, uh, what is today's topic? Well, it's, it's not pain lemonade. It's pain limeade because oh. nobody wants that. It, it, it's it's limeade and there is zero sugar. Yeah, well, you uh, know, it, some people prefer that. I Sure. It, it, yeah. Is it like zero sugar, like as in like it's got saccharin in it or as in like no, it's no, just no. There's lime no, juice? There's no sweetener whatsoever, which is why I think it's on the patio of pain and not the patio of joy. The patio of joy has yet to be built. We're, we're, yeah, we're discovering like, that this podcast... We, we don't have the permits for that. This podcast, we lead, <laughs> lean heavily to the bummer category. We only get the ghosts that nobody yeah. wants haunting them, who buzz you when you say something wrong, and we only have a patio of pain. We're working on getting a little more joy in this podcast. We have, like, a permit with the Department of Buildings going through, but it's a bureaucracy, so, you know. Yeah, honestly, which, I'm, which I've been handling for months, which is a enjoyable... Thing to do on the patio. Have you tried uh, going to the authorities and putting grease on their palms, like uh, like pig fat or or like oil? That, that, that's not how you grease the wheel of the Brock. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've heard that you're supposed to grease people's palms. That's what I've heard. Yeah, but that, that that's not how you do it. Well, you do it your way. Everybody I'm knows. I'm gonna do it my way. Everybody knows that you're supposed to take beeswax, all right, and then like shake their hands with beeswax, and then that's how you. That's not, but that's you know, not waxing their, their palms. palms. That's so that's not greasing their palms. That's waxing their palms. I know it was something that got lost in translation over the years. Good idea. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, what you're supposed to do is actually this week's theme. Oh, do go oh. on. So I believe you're supposed to hand them some money, uh, and this week's theme is twenty bucks. 20 bucks 20 bucks yeah man 20 bucks 20 bucks is the perfect amount of money to find well obviously more money is the perfect the perfect amount of money to find in the pocket of your jeans is 1.2 billion dollars that is the perfect amount of money to find in the pocket of your jeans but the the joy of finding 20 dollars oh yeah in your pocket well it's 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 enough money that you can really do something with it but it's also not enough money that you like are totally like if i have a 50 dollar bill 
I know where it is at all times. $20 yeah. bill, like, I could put it down and forget where I put it. Yeah, like a $50 bill, like, 40 years from now, I'll be like, nope, I know exactly where I put down that $50 bill. Exciting things about the, the $20 bill, of course, is that now with the new administration, we are l more likely to get that genocidal maniac Andrew Jackson off the bill and get Harriet Tubman, fucking national hero. Oh, I, ju I just want to start spending uh, my Tubmans, you know, around town. I, f I think that's the that's the key for me about this new fancy dollar, uh, $20, is that it'll be, <clears throat> it's going to, you're gonna act, people will actually spend it. Like the pro the problem with all the dollar coins is that everyone hoards them, and so you've got all these like we've got women on coins, but everyone hoards them. They're not like in use, um, which mm -hmm, is a mm -hmm. real a real bummer. And so I, I'm that's I'm what I'm really looking forward to is actually using them. Yeah, I hear you. I I, I guess overall the at goon pod feeling is very pro Tubman twenties. Uh, really controversial statement in New York City. We'd <laughs> like to push the envelope. Also, though, I don't understand why they undersold Harriet Tubman in in like elementary school. It's called white supremacy. Like, yeah, it is. But like, still, even in like a New York City public school, like it was just like you guys really undersold the whole like. Yeah. Re like, Honestly, if if I mean, D did anyone else as a kid? Think that the Underground Railroad was actually a train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that is definitely I think a, a thing a lot of kids got wrong. It probably would have yeah. been a lot faster if it had been a real Underground Railroad. Well, that's why I was so confused. Why it would take three weeks to get from the south to the north? I mean, you're on a train. That's a lot of coal to shovel. I guess. But yeah, if you're ever in upstate New York, um, Auburn, New York, is where she spent the last like I want to say thirty or forty years of her life. You can go to the Harriet Tubman House Museum, which is very cool. And you can learn all about her. I learned more about her there than I ever did anywhere else in my life. And that includes watching that movie that came out. So <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're going to learn more from a museum than you will from a movie. You are filled with hot takes today. Yeah. Learn well, more from a museum than from a movie. Yeah, that's my hot take for the moment. All right. Well, we have our theme. $20. $20 bills. Or possibly $20 worth of pennies in a sack. Uh, which sounds very heavy. That is our topic. We will be right back with our guest, who totally hasn't spoken yes on, yet on the show, right after this word from our sponsors. This episode of Go On is brought to you by Ghosts. Get out. Get out of our house. You don't belong here. We were here first. Just because we're dead doesn't mean you can redecorate. You have terrible taste in linens. Too bad they will get ruined by the walls when they bleed. <laughs> Don't even think about calling the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters aren't real, but we sure as shit are. Just to reiterate, get out of our house. We cannot stress this enough. Get the fuck out. Ghosts. Fuck the living. I think I now understand why we don't get a lot of uh, friendly ghosts. There's no Caspers on this uh, show. Well, I guess when you really think about it, if you're if you're pretty chill, you're probably not going to stick around haunting. I mean, like there's better things to do. Like like ghosts yeah, are like, like the Karens of the afterlife. They're just sticking around. They want to speak to the manager, and they won't leave until they do. And like fat like every fat ghosts, they know like they know how to stay too long somewhere where they're not wanted. Yeah. Like just spewing facts that you don't want to hear. In the party of life, they're the guests who just won't leave. And then you're like, have to like stretch and yawn. And they're like still hanging out. They're going to get another beer from the fridge. And then you have to finally be like, I have to kick you out. 
I'm sorry. I hate to do this. I don't like doing this. I thought I was very clear with my yawning and going like, what time is it? But no, the ghosts stick around. <laughs> that was a strong public service announcement from Jeffrey. Get the fuck out of my house. Edward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need like a polite code for get the fuck out of my house. And I think the yawn and what time is it is a great one. What times? Time to introduce our guest for today. This episode about $20. First, we have to exercise the... Oh, you're right. We do have to exercise... Yeah. Lie detector ghost. Lie detector ghost. Okay, I think that we have to do it by bringing the the sound that brought the, the lie detector ghost in, uh, and that is to ant it away. <clears throat> oh! All right. So, our guest today is a dear friend of mine. Uh, we met on the, the set, the stage... Uh, in a play called War Horse on Broadway. Uh, she is a fantastic actor, writer, director, flugelhorn player. She cures many diseases. She also has the ability to, uh, with her thoughts, start fires, which is pretty cool. It is a, our beloved friend. Oh, and she's also married to our guest from episode six, Brian Wynn, who I also was in War Horse with. That is how they met. So... That happened. She's from New Hampshire. Wonderful person. We've got Hannah Sloat or Hannah Wynn, depending upon where you meet her. That's right. Yeah, it's all about context. Context clues. It's her secret. Is one of them her secret identity? And we just outed one of them. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, you've already, it would be a secret identity if you didn't know my husband, I guess, right? If, if Hannah yeah. Wynn could be a secret name. Um, but you've already, you know, Brian, so it's kind of out of the bag that way. Yeah. Hannah Sloat, last of her name. <laughs> so is there like any rivalry between you and Brian about like which New England state is better or um, superior? I think Brian... Or do you all agree that Vermont is just the worst one? Oh, I, Vermont's pretty great. For, I feel... Or, or that Connecticut is the worst one. Yeah, Connecticut barely counts as New England, really, for me. One of the things about being in New England is you have your own perception of the world, and then the other people, like people from anywhere else in the United States, have a very different perception of New England, right? So Brian's like, I grew up in Portland. And slowly, over the course of his life, he's had to come to the, the deep sadness that when he says, I'm from Portland, everyone thinks he's talking about Oregon. For a while, he really fought against it. Uh, but eventually he was like, look, I know that if I want people to know where I'm from, I have to say I'm from Portland, Maine. And I have no illusions about anyone knowing anything about New Hampshire. That's nice. I know, I didn't have to fall from grace because I knew. And you're from Portsmouth? Where are you from? Um, I'm from Durham, New Hampshire. Oh, I know Durham. When people say they've been in New Hampshire, like, oh, I've been to New Hampshire, most people are talking about the Lakes region. And so that's like a whole other story where it's like, oh, okay, you're telling me you're a rich person. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, so, so nice for you. Um, I'm so poor, I didn't know there was a Lakes region. Of New, Hampshire's New Hampshire's very <laughs> special because it's, you know, we, we also call it the Shire. It's got a tiny bit of everything. It's a little state that has a little bit of mountains and a little bit of lakes, a little bit of rivers. A little bit of ocean, tiny bit of ocean. Um, I meant to bring this up with Brian. I'm going to bring it up with you because nobody believes me. But I, 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 it might have been in Maine. It might not have been in New Hampshire. But when I was a child, my, my grandparents would live in New Hampshire during the summer. And uh, we would go to McDonald's and McDonald's had lobster rolls. 
and nobody believes me. I don't believe you. God damn it. Yeah, no. This we we need to bring back the lie. I have no gun. memory. Yeah. I have no <laughs> totally, personal memory. It totally happened, guys. It I'm was sorry. a real thing. McDonald's had lobster rolls. It's a real I, thing. I spent the 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 fast food of my childhood was mostly was dunking dunking fries into frosties. So God. um so I, I could go for that right now. <laughs> uh, I, I I have some news, uh, and I never like to say this, uh, but the McDonald's lobster roll also known as the McLobster. Yes! Oh, oh. Disappeared from the Mickey D's menu in the 90s and returned for the summer of 2015. It then returned again in the summer of 2017 and will be back this summer in New England only. God, that sounds so gross. Not only is it a real thing, but you can get it now. That's fucking amazing. It will only be in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and only select parts of Connecticut because they're not really no, part of New England. Connecticut's not really New England. New England. It's 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 very it's, special. It's Connecticut. It's you're been very usurped special, by the tri-state area. Tri I agree. That's why it's only yeah select right like the the little part of Connecticut that's close to Rhode Island that gets probably gets the lobster roll. Right, Mystic Seaport has the lobster roll. It makes sense. Right, but like New Haven doesn't get it because New Haven's based no. in New York. <laughs> I once went to a Newfie convention accidentally that was being held at Mystic. It was the a delight. New feet. Uh, no, no, like Newfoundland, Newfoundland? Newfoundland dog convention. So, okay, um, so for Brian's birthday, yeah, for Brian's birthday one year, I was I wanted to take him on a little adventure, so I took him to Mystic, and I. But it was the middle of the winter, so like some things were happening, and we went to the seaport and blah blah blah. But in Mystic Seaport, they were having a Newfoundland, Newfoundland dog convention that weekend, and so it ended up being amazing because we just got to snuggle all these enormous dogs all weekend. That's a great birthday plan. Yeah. Well. Miss Hannah, I am told you have a story for us about 20 American dollars. Sure Shall do. we guess what the story is about? Absolutely. I think that we all know that Hannah really loves to spend time at strip clubs. Oh, yeah. And this is about the time where she had a $20 bill that everybody, that was a fake $20 bill. Because Hannah also is a counterfeiter. Okay. And that everybody at the strip club knew that this was a fake $20 bill. And so she couldn't get the $20 singles to, you know, enjoy herself at the strip club. Okay. And this is just a series of unfortunate events for her not being able to change her fake $20 bill into 20 single dollars. Okay. And is that story true or false? Uh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Um, I think this story is about... Um, a, a a dollar bill that she got as a child that she raised, she fed it, cared for it as it grew to a $5 bill and then to a $10 bill, learned to walk and talk, a little late for money, but, you know, that's fine. And, and eventually, this beautiful little dollar bill grew into a $20 bill. But she took the $20 bill to Disneyland where it was kidnapped. It was kidnapped wow. by some very, very uh, um, evil people. Uh, and it's then about her blood-filled rampage to rescue her $20 bill from the the grasps of these evil people. Captain Hook dies. Captain Hook is Also, when the $20 bill was captured, is that when the $20 bill learned to be like a genocidal maniac? 
And uh, wow, anyway. I guess I haven't gotten to that part of the story yet. That took a turn. Wow. Well, it's well, Andrew Jackson, right? Oh, right. No, 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 no. She rescues it, and and it becomes the American hero Harriet Tubman. So uh, that story's false. <laughs> but- <laughs> As a reminder, gentlemen, while weed is legal in New York, please do not smoke it before the show. You know I don't smoke it. You know I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hannah, take it away. Uh, okay. So, this- <laughs> um, so I believe this story begins in 2019 maybe maybe 2018 it it, it is the before times deep in the before times i was working in an office and i had been given it is for this story to occur it had to be an office uh i was given some i was given some petty cash to go and buy something random from the dollar store at, that is down the block. Cash doesn't like to be called petty. And that may have been that may have <laughs> yeah been part of why this went so off the rails. Some um, rude sort of jealous cash. And so part of my job uh, in, involved logging items blah into this system blah, and then shredding the documents afterwards. <laughs> so you work for Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Yeah. Have you have you have you made the leap? Do you know where we're going? I Oh no, I, I do know where we're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um so here I'm like, you know, here I am, do to do, I'm gonna go get whatever the item is from the pet from the store with my petty cash. Let me just shred these items on my way out, and then I shred a twenty dollar bill in the <laughs> industrial shredder <laughs> at my office store. Oh, please tell me you put it together like a jigsaw puzzle and then like took some like packing tape yep. and made a little packing tape. <laughs> and then tape you dollar. like present it to the to the person when it's like twenty million pieces of shredded linen fibers and you're like, please, sir. You 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 kid, but what did I do? I immediately opened the, the bottom of the shredder container and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh fuck. So lucky for me, all the other papers in this were just like you know, white pieces of paper, you know, Mm -hmm. it went down the shredder long ways. So it was like lots of long pieces instead of like a lot more Um, short pieces. And and it wasn't one of those shredders where it like cuts it into little cubes. And it was not, it was not like a, it was not a full Bernie Madoff shredder. It was like, so you you had like pasta, like pasta cash. I had, like you had linguine, linguine money. I had like angel hair, yeah, angel hair Ooh. level of Ooh. money, just, right? It would have been better delicious. if it was fettuccine money, but you are a liar. Angel hair is the best pasta. I will come through the screen and I will cut you. This is a fight in my in my what, home. What? I enjoy angel hair, and Brian can't handle it. Angel Brian hair is handle the only truth. good for like seafood. Okay, you are wrong yet again, Ted. Angel hair is fucking amazing, no matter what the situation. Why else would it be called angel Demodrably hair? Huh? false. Demonstrably false? Yes. I, I Please demonstrate. It can't handle other sauces, okay? Other sauces? What have do you, you mean? What, have you even that? tried? Have you even tested this this theory of yours? You guys you guys are out of your mind. You're out of your depth, Ted. Anyway, <laughs> angel-haired money. Okay, so here I am with my angel-haired money. Yeah, so... With your fettuccine so I, money, go on. My, and so memory is a bit spotty. In this, in this, in part of this, I, I know. Because you blacked out. Because I blacked still, out from fear. 
Well, basically, yeah. I mean, this was petty cash <laughs> given to me by my boss, and 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 I was like, I just and it was his favorite this. twenty, like, and he were really worried that like, and like he keeps track of the serialization of this twenty dollar well, bill. Like, well, just to check you all, she. Um, you're right. Oh, you're right. Uh, w- was wonderful and amazing. And I wasn't afraid that she was going to be mad, but I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I immediately was aware that I was out $20 because I was clearly going to replace this shredded 20 with my own 20 and go and buy what I needed. So I went and did that. Uh, and then, but then I came back and I pieced together. I was like, oh my God, what does one do? What, what, what can even happen here? And so mm-hmm. my office manager, um, who is, who, uh, well, it was ingenious, looked up on the internets. What do you do if you shred a $20 bill? <laughs> and I, you return it to like, the post office. I put it together. I, I And I, I did get, a, I took like a piece of, you know, regular tape, not packing tape, but just a piece of regular tape. And I kind of created like a flag, you know, like, so, so I, I just put, you know, I had all the pieces together and then I taped it down one side, like on both sides. And so I had this. Like a brush. Like a like yeah. a like a long brush. Yes, like a, a barber brush. You know, mm-hmm. it was a nice just, banner that you could you hang know. outside of a window. You, cr- you probably could have sold that on Etsy. I mean, I'm sure somebody would want a barber brush made out of money. So she wrote down on the on an envelope for me, like uh, you know, this is the address that you send this to. I mean, she didn't write this is the address you send this to. She wrote the address. Okay, she wrote the address on the envelope, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I, I folded the the twenty dollar bill into a piece like a, a regular piece of paper, and I put it into the. Uh, I think I might have actually also written, I think it might have t- said that I had to write the circumstances whereby this came to be shredded or something. So I probably I wrote a little note. I was in the middle of note. an illicit drug deal and I had to shred this money. Can you please replace this $20 bill? I need bill? to launder this $20 bills. Can you please replace it with I meant to put one? it in the washing machine. I put it in the shredder. Common mistake. That's not how money now, Remember, if, if we're laundering money, we will have a large event with Snoop Dogg. This is true. This is true. This is true. Even I know about this. So, so, um, (laughs) so I took this. I was like, yes, I will do this. This is what's going to happen. That was 2019. So then, guys, it became not the before times. It became the during times. It was COVID. Okay. I'm kind of enjoying that this is sort of turning into an ASMR yeah. Recording. <laughs> I'm going to take you, let's, I'm going to take you way down. So, so it was like, you know, probably May of 2020 and I had been in my home almost exclusively for, well, that's you know, sort of how the pandemic weeks. worked, right? Everybody stayed in No, it was home. only me. It was only me. Just you? It was just, Brian, Brian the only one. <laughs> Brian and, was living uh, with you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Brian was in the know. woods. <laughs> Brian was Brian in... Had, was in Portland, Oregon. We're telling a story about twenty dollars. It's very important. We're back, talking about shredded money, and so <laughs> I was I brought really... to you by <laughs> Terry Gross. <laughs> so it was the during times. I was feeling like I needed to accomplish some things, and I made a list of things I wanted to accomplish. And so I opened my desk drawer, and I found this envelope that my office manager had so generously written this address on and I was like oh shit I could do this this is something I could do all I have to do to accomplish this task is put a fucking stamp on it and put it in the mail and so <laughs> I <laughs> Sorry. just the ma- what a like 
That's Just a very minimum story. Minimum thing that we like we but need like, to do. And I it's could like, not handle anything yeah. else. Like this was where I was. Was like I can yeah. do this and I will feel That's... accomplished. And I did. I put a stamp on it and I and I put on my mask and I probably put on my gloves that I was wearing at that point because we didn't know about the pandemic. Baseball we didn't gloves. Know. Like no, two baseball I bought, gloves. I actually bought um, some nice, like, I bought gloves from my my local hardware store. They were bright green, like lime mm-hmm. green cloth gloves that had been dipped in, like, a, some kind of silicone. Anyway, those so were So you, my... you got rave gloves. Like, if you turn a black light on, that your hands would glow and you could Maybe. wave uh, them around. And... Yeah. They protected you from nuclear fallout. I'll send mm. you a picture of those and you can put it on the Insta. If you like pictures of gloves, make sure to visit at go underscore on underscore pod. We'll be right back. (laughs) No, we won't. We're staying here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I did that. I put it in and then I and then I pretty much forgot about it because also pandemic times. Right. Mm -hmm. So then fast forward October of 2020, I receive a letter in the mail. From the Joe Bureau. Biden. No, no, no. From, well, do you want it? From Trist Hensel Jr. That's not a real person. Okay. Well, that's, that is an unusual ju- name. You will, you will literally be the judge of that. Trist Hensel Jr., program manager, mutilated currency division, <laughs> Bureau of Engraving and Printing. Okay. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. So he informs me. Oh, I have me, so many questions. I, yeah. yeah, get him ready. So he, he says, he tells me in his letter to me that the Department of the Treasury Bureau of Engraving and Printing temporarily closed its mutilated currency division in late March of 2020 because pandemic. And now they're back. It's October. And better than ever. And they're trying to, they're, but they're they've ready. got, as you can imagine, imagine the number of people who had shredded $20 bills and it was just m- mailed them during the pandemic. <laughs> it was just you know, you. They're truly inundated with a backlog of, you know, and I was informed that my, I was told my case number and I was told that it, that my case was graded as grade one. Grade one cases can take up to six months to process. Oh, no. And is, grade they one, is grade one at the good end of the scale, or is that at the bad end of the scale? Is it like burns, or is it like murder charges? I'm going to, this is an assumption. I did not receive a, like a, a chart. In, with an what grade yeah. one, you know, that did not come with it. I did not receive he a pamphlet. You didn't send them an envelope for It sounds as though like, Trist needs money. to, like. Right, so, exactly. It sounds like Trist needs to up his game on, like, informing the public on well, this. It, well, well, right. So, I mean. And or I, his or her be, game. To be fair, that's right. That's for for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I do want to apologize for uh, using gender pronouns for somebody I didn't know. That's that's not cool. My bad. Trist said that um, they didn't know how long it would take to take care of my request, but that after December of 2020, I could email mdcstatus at bep.gov to find out the status of my request. So you could you could write write. Status at bip.com. That's right. The dot gov. Cool. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. So I could I could reference my case number and send them something. Okay, great. I kept this letter and put it at my desk and did not email about the status because pandemic. Yeah. So then, so then, fast forward. Let's fast forward again. It's now 2021. We have a new president. We have a vaccine. 
We have all sorts of amazing things. So then... We have flying cars. We have hoverboards. No, that's not true. Eh. Oh, wait, no, no we, we, no, we, we, we exercise that ghost you. to the ether. <laughs> no. You, cu- you reconjured that ghost, Jeffrey. Damn it. So then I received, on or about March 10th of this year, I received a check from the United States government for $20. No interest? Wow. No interest Maybe. taken. No, nothing <laughs> taken for the for for the letter they sent me for the you know the six months it took them to process my request. No, I got the full value of my. Wait, was it any like it, wait, it was it a check or? you said, or was it a twenty dollar bill? It was a check. It was like it was it was a check. It was not a twenty dollar bill. So it did change form, um, but I received a check just like the the checks that you get for the stimulus. In fact, I thought it was a, I thought it might have been a stimulus check. <laughs> $20. <laughs> Such a sad stimulus check. It's like oh. 20 bucks. Thanks so much. Yeah. Get yourself a coffee. Have fun. Knock um, yourself but, out. Feel stimulated. But it does say un- under the notes at the bottom, instead of saying like stimulus XOXO Joe Biden, um, it, it, it says As he signed them all. It says remarks mute dot cur refund because as you know it's just you can't write the full you can't just write mutilated currency refund you know they had to no, really keep no, it that's, short that's you got to keep it chill you know yeah. oh i love i, I also love... want to be clear it's my understanding that joe biden did not have the vanity to sign the stimulus checks unlike the previous president that's xoxo correct. joey b uh i want to just point out that our podcast has like gone up 18 levels of classiness because hannah is drinking a cup of tea out of a really lovely teacup during this story. Makes everything look really classy. Ma, I'm using the cup you gave me. That's right. Don't forget, Ma. Don't forget, Ma. I'm using your special cup. It's the weekends. I drink tea out of my classy cups on the weekends. Yeah. Welcome to Coffee Talk. (laughs) I just love that there's a department of mutilated currency. Yeah, so that's my story. (laughs) That's my story about my 20 bucks. The adventure. Beautiful. Well, that's a beautiful worth story. Dude, well, this, we're, this... we're gonna get into our we're gonna <laughs> yeah. get into our questions about the story right after this word from our sponsors. This is a paid service announcement from the Bodega Cat. Bodega Cat will let you know if you can pet him. He is silently judging all of your purchases. Really? Puff cheese curls? Pansy? And he knows what pills you bought over the counter that one time, Ted. What? Also, don't think that when we're outside, we're lost. You're lost. Now pay for your shit and leave. Also, he wants you to know the Bodega smell smells like that because that is how he likes it. Bodega Cat, you're welcome. Well, that is, I I do love a good Bodega Cat. But also, do we know the gender of that cat? We don't. I was thinking that the whole time. Yeah. Why does the cat need a gender? That's right. We're learning. We're learning. We're trying to grow. We're trying to grow. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I recently, I have to say, I, I... this is an, an you've you've unleashed a monster called Hannah telling stories about cats. It's going to be a short Yay! one. Uh, Yay! It's a new monster. It's a new monster. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I I yesterday I went to the pet shop, cat food store, and there there's a there's a bodega cat that's like a cat food. It's like a you know like a pet food store cat. Keeps the mice at bay. And he is very cute slash she. I actually kept thinking it was a she. She was really kind of, a, she really wanted to live on my shoulders. And I was like, I don't think I want you on my shoulders. 
you're sort of an unknown cat and I don't want to be I don't I don't feel so safe about that. You don't I'll want strange you. cats just jumping on your shoulders? Yeah, I don't. It, it, the cat was like anyway, anyway. Oh, anyway. Bodega so I I But Bodega cat really you know, But Bodega cat Bodega cat would never go want to go on your shoulders. And that's yeah. uh, that's a big difference. Bodega cat like Bodega Bodega cat is streetwise. Bodega yeah. Cat's seen some shit. Like, Bodega Cat has lived a harder life than any human being will ever live. For people who've never been to New York, I'm sure it's other places than New York, but a bodega is a corner store. Uh, it's kind of like a deli and a grocery store and a 7-Eleven and a social hall all rolled into one. Uh, and, and a, a, you know, and a supply store, a hardware store, a fat, you know, a bottomless pit of like a, a prayer weird, candle uh, store. Yeah. Really uh, everything. A place for yes. a place for back alley deals just in the front of the store. A lot exactly. of jello is sold from bodegas. Shocking you amounts wanna, of jello. A, you want a loose beer in a brown bag? Go to the bodega. You want a warm mm. soda? You want a, a really tiny ice cream, like a little, t those like tiny ice creams like, like in the cups. Like one spoon of ice cream. <laughs> one spoon of ice cream. There you go. Actually, you want or... a singular lemon head? Go to <laughs> But uh, uh, a lot of these bodegas, they have cats in them to keep mice at bay. And uh, they are all really simultaneously cute as a button and terrifying because they're all professional murderers. Much like, like all Anna cats, Kendrick. which if we, yeah, exactly. If we acknowledge it, <laughs> like all cats. Hey, our cats got two mice last week. Well done. Well done, which kitties. Means your apartment has three. No. That's <laughs> the thing about cats, though. They just torture mice. They just torture them. Like, they well, torture them yeah. to death. They don't, they don't, like, give them a swift, merciful death. They torture mice. Oh, I assume that there were heart attacks that were had by the mice. Mm-hmm. And then they, to like, death. took out little paddles, and they brought the mice back to life so they could torture <laughs> them some more. Stat! Mouse was like, let me die! <laughs> let me die! Cats, they're the killer whales of, of land. It's true. It's true. So, questions. Ted, do you have any questions about whether this story is true or false? Yeah. Was there... Could you tell by Trist's letter that Trist was like silently judging you for not using your legal tender properly. You know, I think for me, the, the, the vibe I got was more like, really, y you really needed us to do this for you. Like in the pandemic, during the pandemic, <laughs> like we've been, f we've been closed. Okay. So first of all, lay off. We're going to get to it when we get to it. Second of all, think about your choices. <laughs> like they were like, listen, man, we're sick and tired of your letter campaign to get this twenty dollar bill. It's like we've gotten like, like eighteen letters. At a certain point, you're spending more money on stamps than this twenty dollars is worth. Like, right, back off. Right, like you shredded a twenty dollar bill. Like maybe you need to learn a lesson about shredding <laughs> things, and maybe you don't get your twenty dollars back. Like I did, I did feel like wow, grade one. Like what's gonna happen to me, and will I? You know, like what's <laughs> gonna happen? Like exactly. Did like I, what did have I, I done? Is that a passing grade? There's a personal responsibility thing there. Not that not that you shouldn't have gotten your I'm glad you got your twenty dollars back. But like I don't know, man. Like if you shred your money, that's on you, I guess, a little bit. I am fascinated by this department of mutilated currency. I wanna know I mean, I guess this is a question for Trist, not for you. But I'd love to know how many ways one can mutilate currency. What is the uh 
Maybe Greg's looking it up right now. Once you two have determined the validity of this story, we will discuss. Great. I want to hear all about the ways one can mute. <laughs> also, just, money. just the choice of that word. Not damaged money. I was, like, I was wondering if there was like, like a whole think tank. Like it was part of the New Deal. <laughs> money <laughs> mutilation. It was in the yeah. Omnibus Bill of 1942. You know, I've thought about this a lot recently because of hashtag arts funding, uh, you know, and the fact that, like, <laughs> you know, how do certain divisions of the government come to be? And, like, why, you know, like, I get it why we have an agriculture secretary. And how do we not have an arts secretary, given that there are so many more jobs in the arts than there are in ag agriculture? Just well, that's my a, personal commercial break. There's a very <laughs> simple, simple exp uh, ex explanation for that, which is the arts don't matter. And, uh, yeah, arts <laughs> are for liberal communists. And as such, basically should be ended. Also, though, could you imagine if Donald Trump nominated somebody as Secretary of Art? <laughs> like, who would that be? Oh, uh, Siegfried and Roy are dead. So, <laughs> mm, David Blaine. It would be David Blaine. David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> Secretary oh, of the Arts. More yeah. like Adam Carolla. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, no, no, no. Scott Bayo. That's exactly who it would be. It would definitely, yeah, it would definitely be, Scott. be Scott Bayo. Let's be real. Um, I, I no, feel right. like... he'd, yeah, he'd not. Sorry, I just want to say I think he would nominate people and they would be like, I know. I think, I think that would be what would happen. I think he'd be like, I nominate Bruce Springsteen. No, sorry. Hard pass. I, I didn't give you permission to use my song. I'm not going to be your Secretary of State. I think I've asked a lot of my questions. I still am reeling and 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 reveling in my glory at being proven true, at being vindicated for my McLobster story. Uh, so I'm just riding high right now. So I, I think I know uh, whether I think the story is true or false. What about you, Ted? Uh, I, I just want to point out the fact that I wouldn't crow too loudly about having eaten a lobster roll from McDonald's. I feel as well, though... here I am. So... And this was Not back in yet. like 1996. <laughs> so that was that was lobsters were really good in 96. Now, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I, I think I might know enough. I think I might know enough. I might know enough. I might know enough. All right. Yeah, might. Well, uh, Ted, do you think the story is true or false? I think that um, Hannah is a liar, and that it wasn't twenty dollars at all. It was one dollar, and. <laughs> She just didn't want us to know that she wanted that one dollar back. She tr she wrote twenty on the corner and sent it in. That's, Fair enough. That's what happened. Uh, I am going to determine by partially by my long uh, history of friendship with Hannah Slotwin that this story and all stories told by Hannah are true. Hannah is one of the more upright citizens of all of all the people I know. A shining beacon of truth and authenticity. And also, I don't think anybody would make up that name for the mutilated the mutilated department with Trist. I, 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 what was it? Von Hufflepuff or something? I forget the name. Anyway, I think the story is true. So, Hannah Wynn. Hannah Sloat. I never know which way to go on that. Hannah Sloat. Is this story true or is it False. It is true, sir. <gasps> I knew it. 
I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I will now produce. I said there was no doge this time. I said there was no doge. Here is my here is my paper. She could have typed that. Wow. We don't know. Trist. Oh, wow. Trist that, that 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 that's that is not right. how I expected Trist to be spelled. Yeah, that's yeah, T R Y S T. As in like a sexual Junior. tryst? Well, I I, I I gotta say I really doubt that's what his mother was thinking when she named him. But Probably then here's not. My, and then here's my check. Crazy. Great. But Let me just take a picture of that. She hasn't checked, which means can you, yeah. Could you just can you which means that the that that back and then balance flip it? is not no. Um. Yeah. It, pretty amazing. So some information about uh about this mutilated currency redemption service that is brought to you by the uh, by Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Eat fresh. Brought to you by the McLobster, which premiered in 1993. Uh, yes. The U.S. Department of Treasury Bureau of Engraving and Printing. That's the BEP.gov site that you can go to. Uh, has a mutilated currency redemption service uh, that has dozens of people that go through money to determine if it used to be real U.S. currency. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they have, like, a forensic team? <laughs> You said this to Money CSI. Yeah. Literally, (laughs) Jeffrey, in the article that we will post in the show notes, (laughs) they say they call themselves instead of CSI the Currency Victims Unit. No, no, no. no. We will post the article. Everyone can read it on their own. You hear me? Bureau of Engraving. Well, and I feel like that, to me, that's the heart of this question is like, is this an example of an, of insane, like government, like too much spending. government spending? <laughs> or is it, or, or on the, on the positive side, is it really about, you know, like. Every $20 gets a second at, chance. <laughs> like essentially this is the promise of government. Like, like we have, we have, we have money and we promise it counts for something like it, it, I feel like then that's the sort of positive spin of the story is like we live in a country where the government is insane in so many ways. And yet, like like there are 20 somewhere between 12 and 36 people who are paid a salary to make the American money count for something in a certain way. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like a sort of bizarre, but but, but at the same time, going. beautiful. So obviously there's the absurdity of the $20 bill that's been shredded. Um, (laughs) But this this is a free public service that started in 1862. Uh, One of the biggest times that it's been used in recent history was after Hurricane Katrina. When people's money got soiled and damaged. So there is a good reason to have this department. While it is nice that uh, $20 could be shredded and put back together and given money, uh, this has helped many people that actually lost yeah. significant sums of money. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That just really But I will I will say currency victims unit, no. Bad joke. Don't like it. Hard pass on that joke. I do want to know how much money it costs to determine whether your twenty dollars was real or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. It costs yeah. four thousand dollars to determine that, that twenty dollars. How much of our taxpayer dollars? Yeah. Just give her a twenty. I mean come on. They're like, listen, don't come at us with your petty cash, okay? As for the grading system, I've yet to find anything that has a different grading system except for the circulated grades of money. Grade one is poor, which is 
anything that's been destroyed. So oh. if you've got a bill cut in half, you've got a bill with 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 a burn, with water damage, whatever, they're all grade one. Grade hmm. two is fair. Most of my money in my wallet is fair. Interesting, interesting. So, uh, no, most so, of my so money all currency, it's not yeah, all more. currency gets on this scale. So like, what's what's mint? What's mint? Like a, a, a pristine, perfect bill. Right. Fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Fifteen. That's how bad you fucked this money up. You took it from a fifteen to a one. Yeah. One. We don't know if it was a fifteen. Look, yeah, that's exactly you... right. No way, it was a, it was a fifteen. Fifteen is fifteen <laughs> no, is, is no, no, way. It was in New York City. It was in circulation in New York City. This was not a mint condition. You know how much cocaine that twenty dollar might have seen? Lots, lots. Wow. Like, well, wow. Hannah, congratulations! You have won a box full of feral cats and blue <gasps> M and M's. Wow, this is so exciting! <laughs> I can't wait to tell Brian. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some reorganizing. Um, oh, because he's won feral cats as well. He, he has. So yeah. now you guys have like. Really? You guys did, are he, becoming did he not bring those small... cats home? I'm going to have to have a discussion with him, Brian. You guys have a, have a full clouder wow. of cats now. Where are the feral cats? What have is you that, done? Is with that them? the proper noun for. It is. It is. The group noun for a group of cats is a clouder of cats. That's ridiculous. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was brought to you by he was he was temporarily possessed by fat goats. <laughs> brought to you brought to you by Bodega Cat. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks kitties. thanks so much for having me on, you guys. This was a, a delight, a real pleasure. Oh, Hannah, it's always just a delight to see a face and talk to you. Always good. Thank you. Special thanks to our creative team: Will Cotton, <laughs> Josh Hackett, Adam Raw Plummer, Shanna, and Greg Ryan and Fire Escape Creations. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show. Share it with your friends. Give a five-star review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, spacebar at go <laughs> underscore on underscore pod. Link in the show notes. I am very proud of you for not putting the comma into the name of the Instagram handle. That, that, this is progress. But yeah. the spacebar, damn it. Damn I it. followed you. I felt like I actually followed you like right when we started the Zoom. I was like, oh, my God, I cannot be a guest on the show and not follow you on Instagram. So you can't. People do it all the time. You have at least one additional follower as of today. Well, they, that's, shame how, on that's them. how we're growing. How, how many growing. how many followers it's does that bring us to? One follower per week. Thirty three followers. We're famous. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hannah, wow. are we taking a road trip to uh, New Hampshire for the McLobster this summer? I will not be partaking of the McLobster, but I respect and support your choices. 